this week's show, nobody could be bothered to do an intro. Honestly, you can't get the talent these days. Anyway, we talk about a load of stuff and we have a special guest star. Dave! Yes, Dave is with us. You might have heard us talking about him. He's always commenting and we finally got him on the show. Anyway, do you know what's coming next? Stay tuned! Hi, ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, gamers, geezers, geeks, people who live on the centre of the universe, people who travel through time rather slowly and poorly. It's this week's Monkey Nut Punch podcast. Always in his podcasting journeys, got Nigel. Say hello, Nigel. Hello, everyone. I've got something special for you, Nigel. Captain Because we all know that you're Captain Birdseye. <laughs> couldn't stay away for long. No, I couldn't stay away from long. And <laughs> the man, the myth, the leg end. It's Keith. Hello, Keith. Hello. Now it's time for your intro. Cover no case, I was supposed to get Jabba laughing, but I didn't have enough time. I'll redo that for next week. Bless poor Keith. There you go. And as you can see in the bottom corner, finally, after God knows how many months of trying, we've got Dave. Say hello, Dave. Hello. Hello, Hello, everybody. Hello, Dave. (laughs) Thank you very much, Gareth. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks, mate. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good to be on the show. Good to be on the show. Now I know why Keith does that. I'll be honest with you, you're like D'Artagnan to the Three Musketeers. Because uh, you join us on the, um, what do you call it, on the uh, on the streaming and whatnot. And it's uh, it's quite good. D'Artagnan is actually a pretty good analogue. That is pretty accurate, actually. Yes. Hey, ha- hang on. Nigel, did you just say you did not know who Papa Lazaro was? I don't watch that programme. What, what was it? Was that Gentleman? League of Gentlemen. Yeah. 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 Yes. Hello, Dave. My wife now, Dave. He's <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I have to start. I don't want to. I don't want to leave the gentleman either. I'm afraid to say. So, I'm all right. From. Let's let, let's get on with the show. So, in our first section, which is the movie section. <coughs> Press the button. Yeah, my computer froze for a moment. Oh. What so, job? <laughs> he's not uh, having a good day. Just leave it oh, yeah. no. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> okay, Houston, we have a problem. Okay, so um, the big question was: given the fact that we had the the lockdown. And all the all the all the fun with the beer bug and whatnot was tenant a success. Tenet. Tenant. Tenant. Well, could just be tenant. Anyway, well, just, hey, the long show. Was it a success? As of Monday, the seventh of September, tenants made one uh, one hundred thirty-two million dollars internationally, including thirty million dollars in China. Uh, and twenty million dollars in the U.S. So that's sorry, it, it made international territories. It's made one hundred and fifty-two. Sorry, worldwide at the moment. The estimated production cost for this is two hundred and five million dollars. So it doesn't look like it's it, it's been a success, but it has come out in a period quite tumultuous, quite difficult for it to come out. 
I watched it. We we're going to talk about it later. Me and Keith are going to argue over it, I imagine. Um, but it's they describe it as the kind of the canary in the coal mine in regards to whether films can do good in the current situation. Um, I'm 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 with them on that. I watched the film; it was good. There was no one in the cinema. There were six people in the cinema, and two of them were me and my mate. So I, I don't know. So how, how do you feel, Keith? In regards to this, um, there were a few more than that in our cinema. Um, uh, actually, for the the first couple of seconds, I was uh, more shocked about something else than than watching the film. Um, you're meant to stand for the national anthem here for the first time ever. Numerous people didn't stand, which is symbolic of something going on here. But um, there were a few people in our cinema. Um, but I I don't see it working in the UK and and America at the moment because um, there's still a lot of uh, well, COVID cases are on the rise in um, in both the UK and, and the states at the moment. So it's 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 a tricky one, unfortunately. And it's a shame because I mean, Tenant is made for the cinema. There's no two ways about it. Some of the shots in that film just don't work on a small screen. Okay, uh, have you any of you two? ventured to the cinema or even thought about venturing to the cinema recently no i'm afraid i haven't i'm not i do i haven't even googled if my cinema's even reopened in basingstoke i'm sure it has but i just haven't really been very motivated to go down there everything's been going on it's uh, yeah it is it really is an odd situation because the cinema that i go to near me before the the beer bug cutting i think i watched sonic and it was rammed on the weekend uh, it, it was rammed to the point that there's a guy from my work who I almost knocked his wife open when I flung a set of doors open as I went into the cinema. Well, actually, I pulled them, and she was leaning on him at the same fucking time. Really oh, embarrassing. Sure. But there were that many people that I could bump into someone that I worked with who doesn't live in the area because people were going out to see things. And now there's, there's, there's not, not many at all. So I don't know if this boat bodes well for... The other films that are coming out, which are Wonder Woman 1984, which has got a bit of dark cloud hanging over it, um, Black Widow, and I don't know if No Time to Die was pushed out to April was it coming, or it's November, because the commercials that they had in the cinema were out of date for both Black Widow and for James Bond when I saw Tenant. So it's it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a weird one. We're in a bit of a weird situation when it comes to this sort of stuff, and yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, sorry, I've I just noticed a comment because um, we've got uh, Babster on, and uh, he's uh, he said that there were five in his cinema, including me and my brother when we went. So uh, again, this is um, this is a bit of an odd one because I don't know if people are, are, are scared to go into the cinema, or it's just difficult to um, what do you call it? Uh, it's just difficult to go and see what's going on. It, yeah. It, I, I, it, I want people to get back to the cinema, but I understand why they don't. Um, uh, I mean, the, the good news is because there was loads of people freaking out today because the media made a big deal of the Oxford um, trial pausing. Of course, you know, four days later, it's back on again. And there were all these people freaking out on Facebook. And it was like, you know, the amount of people, news stories I was seeing on this and people freaking out and going, this is normal. This, 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 you, this is not going to be the only time it's going to pause going to pause many 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 times because they have to that's the whole point of the stage three um virus test and uh, you know as soon 
the sooner we get this, you know, hopefully get this inoculation, the better, because then then cinemas can start getting back to normal. Um, but the, I mean, the cinema trade is in full uh, whack here. Mulan's out. Um, thingy's out. We're getting Bond in November, aren't we? Um, and and we had advert updated adverts with 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 the dates that they were coming. So, but wasn't um, we didn't get the Marvel movies. M- Mulan's out on Disney Plus though. It is in the yeah, states, for an extra- um, but I think it might be. In, uh, might be in the UK. I'm not too sure. For an extra twenty dollars. For an extra twenty dollars. But that's yeah. been a fucking so- disaster PR wise from both a US and Chinese perspective. <sighs> Yeah, because there, so, yeah, because there was like there's this like yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry to interrupt, guys, but there was like there, there was this like bit of a destiny came on under like a bit of controversy at one point because it was like an area where China had been accused of atrocious human rights towards this uh, uh, this particular ethnic group. I can't remember what this ethnic group is called. They're called the called. Uyghur Muslims. Yeah, with the Uyghur so Muslims. Long, yeah, long, basically, they've been rounded up into camps for re-education and re-mind wiring it's, it's basically like just uh, like an ethnic cleansing type of thing well not ethnic cleansing they're just basically just not allowed to practice their religion for some bizarre reason and and yeah basically disney knew what what the deal was in that particular film location and they just covered up the fact that they knew what the, what the deal was and, and, and they just said that oh we just filmed it in some location in china and, and that's hence why a lot of human rights groups uh, especially Chinese human rights groups have already kicked off about it because they're just like, we well, no, this is what no, this is what's been happening, and you haven't you haven't told the world what's going on. So yeah, that that's what that, that's what the whole thing's about, basically. In a nutshell, I, I think I think that the, from the stories that I read, it was the fact that they gave them thanks. Mm. Yeah, it was yeah. The fact that think, they, yeah. If you go to the end of the film, you, they, the authorities that run these places were given thanks, and I think that's what caused the issue yeah, no, in no. the states. It's a different. It was a different issue in China. Um, because China, uh, um, I heard about this stuff going on in, in, in the US, and they like to have stories what they're only described as positive energy stories, and being not that was kind of buried, so they were told not to talk about Mulan at all. So they kind of bollocks it up, and then there's the reviews on top of it where they turn around and says the main actress is like watching a fucking plank of wood. <laughs> and it's like okay. Oh, okay, so so it's a bad film on top of that. So you've got all the controversy and a bad film, and then you've got the US investigating if they're taking mo- if if companies are taking money from China and they're also taking money from the US. Um, they want the money back that they've taken from the US, which is which is which is really a, a conversation for another time. But it, it, it's interesting considering the state of cinema at the moment to bring it back to to Tenant. Tenant, I watched, and we'll, as I said, we'll talk about it later. Good film. Um, and Chris Nolan was very keen on making sure that this film was, how can I put it, in the cinema. Because as Keith said, it's it's designed for the cinema. Anyway, let's move on to the Dune trailer. And if I've done this right, I should have shared the audio. I'm just going to check to make sure that I've not got it in 60 frames a second. Actually, I'm going to... And we can watch this. So this is the Dune trailer as it spins out of control because cha- it buffered for one and then I changed it to 720 so it has to start all over again there's something happening to me there's something awakening in my mind I can't control it what did you see? there's a crusade coming Do you often dream things that happen just as you dream them? 
Yes. The test is simple. Remove your hand from the box, and you die. What's in the box? Pain. You inherit too much power. You have proven you can rule yourself. Now you must learn to rule others. Something none of your ancestors learned. My father rules an entire planet. He's losing it. He's getting a richer one. He'll lose that one too. Arrakis is a death trap. This is an extermination. They're picking my family off one by one. Let's fight like demons. An animal caught in a trap will gnaw off its own leg to escape. What will you do? I know you. One day, the legend will be born. All of oh. civilization depends on it. The future. I can see it. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. I love you. Where the fear is gone, only I will remain. Go, go, go! <laughs> so that was the trailer for Doom. Right, I'm gonna make a geek conversion. I'm not big into Doom. Um, it all seems to take place on one fucking planet, um, and it's really sandy and dusty. <laughs> And you know, sand gets into places. <laughs> have you have yeah. you have you read the book? Have you yes, read the I've book? I've not I've not read the book. I know you have. Right. This is I know you have, Dave, and I'm gonna let you go before me, but I just wanted to ask Gary had you seen I when you say you're not big into Dune, is it because you've only seen the film or the T V series rather than the read the book? Because um, it's I've watched I watched the the Dave the David Cronenberg film? Yeah, I watched a David Cronenberg film with Sting and Captain Picard. Um, it just right. sounds really weird when you describe it like that, but there's Sting and Captain Picard in it, and I thought that was all right. And I can see where Dune has influenced a lot of things. So if you look at like the houses in um, Star Trek, the Klingon houses, and you look at the houses in B five with like Mar- Malari and all that stuff, it all comes out of Dune. Yeah, really simple. I mean, the, but the it, the, the... I know, cool. I know what the navigators are. I know, you know what the spice does, and this, that, and the other. And I know when they go all blue, and the, the 
the you know, nomadic tribes and stuff of uh, oh god what's the name of the planet atreus no that's a character arrakis arrakis thank you arrakis yeah so but i yeah yeah i was gonna i was gonna say i i love the book the book is the book is brilliant the the films and the tv series they've never got the look or the feel or anything right i'll let dave comment on this because i have my opinion of this trailer but go on dave you you, you said you wanted to say a few things so you go okay, first. I'll, well okay i'll get well first of all that trailer does look pretty awesome so when i do go back to the cinema i think june's gonna be like one of the first movies that i'm probably gonna see i did I, ha- I did read the book when i was younger uh i'm talking about the original book not just like the spin-offs like children of june and like you know like june's two and three and all that lot. i did take the ages to get you know to get through the first book it did take me a while to get into it but overall when i did finally get to the end of it you know it, it was a very good story and um, I did watch I did watch the June movie when it, the, the first June movie with um, with Sting and, and Sean Young and who was from um, what was it that for me Blade Runner that was it and there was that guy Kyle McLaughlin I think that's what his name was uh, yeah no, that's it yeah I, I watched the you know it probably wasn't as good it probably wasn't as good as the original book because that the original book was just like it was so big so they had to like cram quite a lot down for the movie. But they tried to make it as accurate to the book as possible. I've never, actually, I've never watched a TV series, so I can't really comment on that. I'm afraid I'm, I'll probably have to, like YouTube clips of it or something. The, the 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 issue is that that when that film was made, they just did not have the the a level of effects to do it justice, and. Mm. You know, they they never covered up the fa- faces. Face coverings is a big thing in 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 June. Boom, Reverend Mother, um, in that trailer, face covered. That was like, ah, oh, they they are they're going with this. Um, it, this just looks from this trailer feels that it's, the director has seemed to have nailed that that. Or certainly now the way I feel when I read the story, and I mean the fucking sandworms at the end. I was I was almost ecstatic mm. with that. I was just like, oh, yes, <laughs> they're doing it. So, um, I, 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 I'll carry on next. I was going to interrupt you, but I'm not going to now. Um, I'm 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 looking forward to this, and it, and and it has to be seen in the cinema. That if 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 he's going as epic as I think he is, and certainly from this trailer. This is very much a cinematic movie, and it is very much something you have to see in the cinema. But I think this is going to be the first, one of these ones where, you know, a bit like Peter Jackson with Lord of the Rings, it, it, as much as you can put that thing on film, I think he'll, he, this one's going to do it justice. You know, there's critics out there of Lord of the Rings, but to me, those Peter Jackson films, the extended editions, um, do do the books justice, and I think this is going to be another one of those cases. Just from that trailer, I might be wrong, but I, I, that trailer looked good. Okay, my notes that I made from when I watched the trailer earlier were: you've got oh, fucking Marissa Tomei. Is her name? What's her name? Is it the one? Marissa Tomei, the one that was in um, Spider Man. Who? Yes. Played, uh, uh, Marissa Tomei. <laughs> Milfy, aren't they? Milfy, <laughs> no, no. Ah, oh, fuck! I've got the wrong character down. The one who plays Mary Jane. I've been oh, Zendaya. Zendaya. Um, Zendaya, Zendaya. Zendaya, yeah. Zendaya. Yeah. Zendaya. God, no, please don't. No, no. All right. Why? The, the, I know that the sand people should look a bit Arabic looking, given the environment and changes and stuff. But I just can't stand her. I'm sorry. She kind of ruins it. The shield tech from the David Cronenberg film. 
in comparison to this, where they looked like they were giant kind of block men fighting, if you remember. <laughs> looks so much better. Yeah. Because you can just see it, it's just yeah. like a nice little like thin kind of membrane over the top of it. The the spice worms look also cool. And also, um all that effort just to get some peri peri, you know, it's just just seems mad. Giant Galactic Empire based on on peri peri spice. <laughs> How long have you had that one written? <laughs> It's in the trailer. It's in the notes. It's clearly in the notes. I put it in there for you to see. Um, but it, it 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 does look good. I'm I'm probably going to wait for someone more enthusiastic to put watch it and persuade me to watch it. Because I said I'm not I'm not into June. Maybe I need to read the books. Um, I haven't got a expanse novel to read this year because I already did. No, I didn't. No, there hasn't been one this year. So I might go. I might do the 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 Dune novels and go through that. Um, just a quick one from Babster. Um, he's off on his bike. Um, but yes, the 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 Dune looks freaking awesome. And he says Dune, like I say, um, sorry, Dune. He says Dune. Um, and like it's why I say it is like I say June. So uh, a bit mad there. Anyway. Enough, enough there because I've got a slight headache. Let's move on to our next story. This one is a bit of a two-parter. Um, Bradley Cooper, um, not Bradley Walsh. I was almost going to say uh, Bradley uh, Cooper has made some comments on the fact that uh, Hollywood's award seasons are utterly meaningless and devoid of artistic creation, which will lead nicely into our next story. Um, uh, it's it's not like he sacrificed. He says made a comment about saying he's not like he sacrificed everything to create art and spend much time being part of that. Um, and you're just lucky enough to be part of it. So he's kind of talking about from that. He says ultimately the great thing. Um, ultimately a great thing uh, because it really makes your uh, it makes face uh, ego vanity insecurity uh, very interesting and utterly meaningless. What he's saying is it's all bollocks. It's more important to do to do the art and be in the art than it is. Now, I, I bring this story up because this is a lead into another story, um, which um, I picked a nice uh, quote from Kirsty Alley for this one, where she talks about, uh, <laughs> can I put it? Um, <laughs> imagine telling Pablo Picasso that he has to... <laughs> Pablo Quebec has worse to be in his fucking paintings. Kirsty Alley hits out over Oscar um, new representation inclusion rules for best picture. Um, I'm just going to fucking hell. There's a lot of adver- that advert. Those adverts weren't there a moment ago. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to pull that up a bit more. Um, it's funny because uh, the Academy Awards announced that they're going to have uh, new diversity and inclusion standards which is going to lead to great quality of films, yeah, um, which I'm, I'm sure is going to be fucking terrible. Uh, the movies is to encourage in the higher class from black, female. I'd just like to point out, female is not an underrepresented thing at the moment, yeah? How many bloody films have you seen with strong female protagonists or games with strong female protagonists in them? Uh, LGBTQ, um Again, it's a bit rude to ask who someone sleeps with when they go for a job. Um, disabled people, because naturally you want a blind cinematographer and a deaf sound engineer <laughs> to run your stuff um, to address themes of, uh, amongst those communities. Um, the films will need to meet two of the four diversity inclusion standards to qualify. Um, cheers, actress Kirsty, only 69. Sexiest age, I'm afraid, um, uh, has never been nominated for an Oscar, uh, and she says that uh, 
it's a bit Orwellian in regards to it. Uh, I love it. The camera say, "Other this is the thing that always gets me. Other right wing actors, you mean people who don't agree with you, um, have done it." So Superman's Dean Kane is turning against probably bollocks Ali. Um, Black director Ava DuVernay, who is shit and a racist and a horrible person, uh, replied with a gift to Denzel Washington slamming the door in someone's face. Uh, Denzel Washington is uh, probably a quality actor and he probably doesn't give a shit about that. And we prefer that people got jobs based on their skill because that's what helps him along. Um, the Oscars has been uh, under a fire for not having a diversity and stuff. And we can blame Jada Pinkett Will, uh, Smith for that. Oh. Stupid fucking cow. Um, the long and short of it is the Oscars is dying. I don't think it will make it to 2024 when they put all these things in place. I think it'll turn into a, a, a stupid thing. It's weird. When you look at the Oscars, you need to think about um, think about your job, yeah? And you have, like, awards in your job. Best salesman, uh, most money saved, project with the biggest impact, pleasing the customer, all those sort of things, yeah? Could you imagine how wanky it would be if you were to hold those work ceremonies like you do the Oscars? Yeah? Could you imagine that? And the thing that gets me too is that the people who get the awards and get to get seen on TV probably represent 10% of the entire film industry because the ones that you don't get to see, the people doing the editing in the background, the people doing the special effects, the doing the sound engineering, the foliage work, the people on the fucking food truck, the people who put the, grip, the grips down, who do the cabling and stuff like that, they don't get any kind of open, because they do get awards, but they don't get any open kind of recognition for the hard work that they do. Especially like stuntmen. Yeah, there must be some stunt Oscars. I'd love to watch the stunt Oscars. Could you imagine the opening to the stunt Oscars? Yeah, it would be someone falling from the ceiling, smashing through the floor, and then climbing up and going, woo! Yeah, with flames as they do that. That would be awesome. Instead of that, we get wanky people telling us that we're all bad people um, for wanting to to travel, even though they travel fucking loads, for wanting to own our own possessions, even though they have loads of possessions, um, for us wanting to be protected, even though they have their own private security, and us uh, and telling us that we should be silent, even though they want to shut the fuck up. Um, these people are terrible people, and the COVID crisis, along with social media, has exposed them for being arseholes, and I think the best actors and actresses are the ones that keep the fucking mouth shut and just get on with it because it's a job at the end of the day. And I think going back to that Bradley Cooper thing, I think that he's a bit pissed off with it from that perspective too. Sorry, kind of went off on a bit of a uh, rant then. I, I, you, you, you've basically said what I, what I think. You've, uh, um, I agree with you. Um, Jada Pickett-Smith can fuck off, uh, as can Will Smith to a certain extent. I mean, you know, when this thing about her having an affair came out and the way Smith just, I uh, just fuck off. Uh, I, the, you know, sorry, the worst second, thing he ever did second. was marry that just, woman. Sorry, to go back to that comment, yeah, right? You were sitting there going on about, oh, when his reaction and, and whatnot. Could you imagine, who want to fuck her? What's <laughs> that his reaction? <laughs> No, he, he 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 he's been all sort of new agey about it and stuff like that, and it it it. it I, no, I he did I've whole, never liked um, it. Didn't he do the whole friends thing where uh, Ross was going, "We're on a break," you know, pretty much. He was like, "Oh, we're on a break," you know, but it's all fine now. You, yeah, you just, I uh, yeah, I I think that that the Will Smith is probably gone. I'm going to keep my gob shut because. Um, Maybe I've been playing away from home as well. <laughs> Who the fuck? He, he, he could pull pretty much any bird he wants. Yeah. 
He's just Will fucking Smith. Age. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, maybe. This this whole um, I'm all for diversity in the workforce as long as they're the right person for the job. Um, if I went for a role and they said to me, "What's your sexual orientation?" and I went, "I'm straight," sorry, mate. You can't have this role because we're going to give it I to the underqualified LGBT person instead, just for diversity reasons. But it shouldn't matter who I like to sleep with because that doesn't affect what I do in the job. It doesn't. Yeah, no, the, I wouldn't, the, I wouldn't the refuse to. Yeah, I'm going to go nice on that one. Sorry. It doesn't. And also, the same goes for the colour of my skin. It doesn't affect yeah. the quality of the job that I can perform. It doesn't. It shouldn't matter. It should never matter. And people who hire based on colour or who you sleep with, they're the worst type of people. It goes both ways. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're it, absolutely right on that. If someone's it, hiring me over someone who is is of colour because of my colour of skin, that's wrong. And vice versa. Yeah. It works both ways. I'm totally against this whole Oscar thing because it smacks of um, diversity for diversity's sake. You're just, oh, hire that person because you need to tick a box, not because they're the best person for the job. If they're the best person for the job, crack on. Crack on. You know, I, I just don't get this forced. If you do not hire these people, you will not get a slot in the Oscars. I know a lot of these people who make films, they're not so bothered about the Oscars. Um, they would just want to make a great film. If it happens to get nominated, fantastic. If you happen to win, amazing. But I don't think they do it for that. Yeah. I so, think you'll see the decline of the Oscars. I, it's, it's been declining for years, mate. It has, people, don't uh, yeah, give a shit. people do not give a shit about it. Um, it's weird because if you if you if you get the story and you flip it around, yeah, and you just look at it from the other side, if you're a black actor and you've just been hired to tick a box, that's fucking insulting. That's like hugely insulting. I find that I I find that more offensive. That I we hired you because we wanted to tick a fucking box. That's we needed it to me. And then we're, the we're that, aiming for an Oscar this year, so we need to tick a box. Yeah. Imagine this, yeah. You're doing, you're doing, world a World War One story like 1917, yeah. 1917 won't qualify for an Oscar because how many fucking black people in in 1917? Because there weren't many. But if you were to do the story of like, if you were to do Zulu, which people would find massively offensive today, you tick the fuck one of those boxes. Stop chucking those bloody spears at me. <laughs> yeah. Um. I find I find it amazing that that they do this. I think that that I I think that it's it's got out of hand now. It's got to the point that it's ridiculous. It's got to the point that it looks like imparity. It looks like they're going to cannibalise themselves. Uh, and given the fact that we've been watching these people slowly fucking degrade over the last couple of months with COVID again, when we went back to that to our first story with the cinema and whatnot, we can see that these people aren't aren't nice. And it's strange how they talk about diversity. But they all seem to think the same. That's not very I, diverse now, is I, it? I mean, it's, look, it's been happening in the BBC for a while. I mean, you know, you look at um, you look at the 
the last the Christmas Carol uh, adaptation at um, yeah. you know at last Christmas, and uh, Tiny Tim's mum was played by that really annoying copper from Sherlock, but she 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 was black. Yeah, yeah, because you know we have to have diversity in historical dramas. Apparently, it's ridiculous. We are now overwriting history because we'd rather have diversity than than history. These these, these people, I mean, you know my opinions on the BBC. I think the BBC is dead, and I think it should be it should die. Um, I think it's been infected to the core by leftist, ultra left people. That it's it's it it, it does not follow its own fucking charter. It is yeah. not. Um, it is. It is not. not uh, word. Uh, no, impartial. it hasn't been impartial for years, um, and and therefore, it, to me, the BBC. You know, I used to be a staunch defender of it, but in recent years, when you know, you know, you got the head of their drama going that wokeness, wokeness is 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 uh, what was it? He said, wokeness was was his. Uh, I can't remember something along the lines of that. You know, he ha- you have to be woke and blah blah blah, and it, you know, it's morally correct and blah blah blah. Ah, just fuck off. That's no, why you make shit like Do- the new it, Doctor Who, and you know, I'll, I'll be the only it's... fucking good thing in Doctor Who is a man who should be the doctor. <laughs> all right. Just all right. Just 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 to just a point to make that um I, I describe this kind of this as like a, a mental pathogen that's kind of infected people. Um and it kind of takes hold of people and they uh, you just watch people have instead of having the explain or I'm sorry, what was that kind of reaction? They have this kind of uh, they turn to the fucking Hulk. They become emotionally incontinent and it's terrible. Anyway Time to move on to some TV stuff, uh, and I've got a funny story. Well, I think it's quite funny. <laughs> so, we're getting a Robocop TV series, like we had in the 90s. Well, not like we had in the 90s. Um, <laughs> we're getting a Robocop TV series without Robocop. It's Robocop, but not Robocop. <laughs> it's not That's Robocop. Kind of like ordering a Hawaiian pizza without the without the pineapple. <laughs> it's just gonna be like ham and cheese on its own, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, anyway, That's a good um, pizza. <laughs> well, <laughs> for the pizza. Okay. Right. All right. So, okay. I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll agree to disagree with you, there, Keith. Okay. So I think it's like ordering a Hawaiian pizza, but only. Only getting a bit of pineapple and ham, just the toppings, just the toppings, just the toppings. No pizza. It's no longer a pizza. (laughs) It's just the toppings in a plastic box. (laughs) Um. All right, Ed Newmyer is the is the creative head on this, and I think that Ed Newmyer worked on the first Robocop, if I remember correctly. Um, and he's been putting this project in in the pipeline with MGM for for a while. It, apparently, it follows Dick Jones, the um, fun, shall we say, uh, head of OCP New Concepts, um, or vice president. He was played by Ronnie Cox uh, in the in the first one, and when he died, he had massively long arms, if I remember correctly. Dick Jones is uh, it's funny because the guy Ronnie Cox, a friend met him and he said he was one of the nicest people he's ever met and even though he plays assholes in everything if you watch him like in stargate in robocop and i'm sure there's another film that he's been an arsehole in. oh um total recall he played the arsehole in um Co- Co- Hagen. um 
So you kind of follow that. And the idea is to is to look at the state of how business, tech, law, and Silicon Valley kind of run amok. I find that really weird because that sounds like now. <laughs> as, 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 as lawyers do stupid things, as, as um, Twitter puts on banning things and Facebook puts on banning things, and, and then they keep moving forward with certain technologies and this, that, and the other, and not really thinking anything through and just doing what they fucking want to. It sounds very much like real life. Um, so it's probably got a lot of fucking source material there now I think about it. Possibly. It's not yeah. something I'm interested in. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 go on. It'd be interesting to see how it turns out. That's all I'm going to say. But yeah, Robocop TV prequel series about actual Robocop is a bit like, and it's going to have like, and it's also going to have like, like a robot, like, like prototype Robocop thing, maybe. Possibly, maybe small. It made me think of Smallville. Yeah, Superman. Sorry about Superman. Yeah, I suppose so. Alex Murphy in it, but he was he was following it was following Superman from learning all his stuff all the way through, weren't you? In Mm. this one, how can you possibly do that without Robocop? Because it's um, it's not him learning his abilities, is it? He fucking gets killed and turned into Robocop. In the next scene, um, he was the prototype as well, wasn't he? Uh, first of his kind, sort of thing. No, they did. There were other prototypes. Um, there were uh, other maybe prototypes. maybe it'll follow them doing that. Yeah, prototype. But I, I just I found know, it really so. interesting that someone had proposed a Robocop TV series without Robocop. That's just yeah. when yeah. you sit there and describe it to me, go, you fuck, you, 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 you what? So you want to do? You want us to spend ten million dollars an episode that turns into about. 220 for an entire series and you, you you're not gonna have robocop in it <laughs> i'm gonna sign that one off yeah i i, Is I that much I, like gotham that's the it's ironic because i think the guy actually worked on gotham well gotham actually worked because it was meant to be like a origin story of all the super villains like like the penguin and riddler and scarecrow and, and they, they even put like the origin story of bane in it as well and, and they oh, you know, they did catwoman that goes without saying but they did like bruce wayne as a child and like jim gordon before he became like the, you know, the police commissioner yeah. so it, it was like you get that work because it had a lot of the batman characters in it so that's the reason why gotham did so well if if it makes it, I think I, I think there might be might be something of interest in there um, because it would have to do but, something interesting in order to be good. You kind of you've named two series there: Smallville and and um, Gotham, Gotham. The, uh, both of which have have a large number of supporting characters. Robocop has Robocop. It's got um, Robocop. It's got really... Dick Jones. It's got uh, Clarence Bodica. It's yeah, got, but um, those characters, those characters are not interesting without RoboCop. Whereas the Riddler, the Penguin origin stories and things, they're interesting without Batman because they're such eccentric characters. You know, Smallville worked because you you it, you you already had that kind of predefined stuff. Um, and Lana Lang. RoboCop without RoboCop, you're wrong, and you're a grotesquely ugly freak. Lana Lang was not as cold as. Fucking what's a mush? Didn't matter yeah. about her being cool. <laughs> she wasn't. No, she, you're she should have died of concussion Gareth, years ago. Gareth, 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 she was hotter. 
your your outlet. No, she here. wasn't. She was much. Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah, trust she me. Was. Anyway, it doesn't it doesn't matter now because she almost got arrested for being part of a sex cult. No, that's that's Chloe. No, 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 no. If you read the whole entire story, they started together, but she backed out. I think she found out what the thing was and went, oh, I'm not a part of that, thank you. <laughs> but Christine Kirk can't act. She's got this... I didn't care about her acting. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm with Knife. Who cares if she can act? That's what's left for Brazos, mate. It just boggled my mind that Clark Kent couldn't see how fit she was. Uh, he so could see long. how fit she was. He'd, he'd be like in the barn with his fucking supervision going, Oh, come on, X ray vision, work. Work. <laughs> Season two for X ray vision. Ah, fuck off, I'll wait. <laughs> I'll just partially levitate for now. Yeah. In my sleep. So, anyway, so I thought that was interesting. Let's move on to something a bit more annoying, a bit more fun, shall we say. Something which I describe as being. Astonishing average. The Mandalorian season two release date has been announced, and it is the thirtieth of October. Cool. And I still need to watch the first series. You should have watched the first one. Oh fuck! Yeah, you haven't. Have Sorry. you? I've still got no, one episode I, I, to watch. I, I, I need to buy the one there, or not on Netflix. On uh, what do we call it? On my Amazon Fire Stick. I still need to do. I still. I, I, haven't, I haven't got around to it. Can't you? So. Can't you do a, a a week trial on Disney Plus and just binge it and then cancel? I probably could, but it probably would make a lot more sense if I actually bought the things because I'm probably going to watch them again anyway. Because everyone's like keep up, keep banging on about how the Mandalorian's like really good. It was probably a lot better than the Last Jedi anyway. I'll, I'll, I'll give oh, that. I think I, I describe it spectacularly average. They're just doing everything they can not to put a foot wrong. Anything is better than the Last Jedi. Literally anything. Even Phantom Menace is better than the Last Jedi. Even Phantom Menace is better than the Last Jedi, Keith. And the fact that Menace had a lot of issues with that. But overall, it was a more right film. Yep, I agree with you on that one. It's time to move on to gaming. So, finally, after fucking months, Microsoft Xbox fucking blinks and reveals their price. They've started off by having a company called, Th- I can't remember the name, Th- something beginning with a TH, leaked their um, Xbox X series and price online, which looked good, and me and I had a chat about that. Uh, and then they went, ah, fuck it. And then they eventually released the Xbox X series price and bits online, which was good because we've been waiting around for this. So, so we're waiting around for this ages. So they tweeted that uh, the new machine will cost, and this is the Xbox X series, not the S series, which is the more powerful one with the disk drive, will cost £449 in the UK, €500 Euros in Europe, and $499 in the States. Um, after the tech giant uh, did it, uh, so they did it after they 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 said about their Xbox X series, S series, which is the smaller cut down version, and it's weird because it's a cut down version also in power too. So it's designed for people who've only got 1080p's TVs, um, and it's roughly the same power as a PS4 Pro, but it's designed for 1080p TVs. So it's like the the bedroom console rather than the living room console, which makes sense. Which is now priced at 250. 
Um, on top of that, you get a subscription um, for the Xbox. This is the S series. You get a subscription for the Xbox Games Pass Ultimate Edition, and they're throwing in a year's worth of EA subscription to that too, um, which is fantastic. So we're like kind of Sony. Me and Nigel, I think we're talking about this. We were, I was expecting Friday for something to come out. Um, so they would have like a, a weekend to digest and then stock markets could do their things on Monday morning, but they didn't, um, which, which is, which is good. So the start for the first thing you talked about, um, did you guys talk about the S series last week? Not no, we did talk about it no. last week. We talked about it a few weeks ago, and you were like, um, and I, I was saying it's rumored to be cheap. Oh, it's going to be expensive. You said it's going to be really, yeah, really but expensive. Hang on a second. I, I was, 250 I was, quid, I was, I was expecting it to be the same power as the Xbox X series, and it's I was not. expecting I know, a third, at roughly. Like, I was expecting similar to what Sony are doing, a discless version being a bit cheaper, same spec and everything like that. It's not. They've downgraded, but, downgraded pretty much everything on yeah, it. Yeah, but I, I think I, I think this quite, it could be quite a clever move because, you know, Gareth, for instance, is a guy that plays you know a lot on his PlayStation. But there is an occasion when he wants to play the odd Xbox game. Now, for somebody who wants to go out and buy a PS5 and doesn't want to then have to go out and pay four hundred and fifty quid. For, for the Xbox X series because they want to play the odd Xbox game that comes out. Um, I think the Xbox X is a clever, clever, clever thing. 250 quid for a console, you're not really going to think twice. Um, I have. I, I, well, yeah. Oh, if you're, if you're, hang on, hang on, hang on. You're wrong, and you're a grotesquely ugly freak. I need to get some more of them. If... <laughs> If you're if you're the the person that mainly focuses on PS5, but you want that Xbox, I think this is a good option. I, I, See, I do. For me, um, I'm looking to get the PS5 to replace my ailing PS4 um, because of the fucking fans. Um, then um, a few other people I've spoken to have got PS4s, and they were saying, "I need a PS5. My PS4 fans are fucking ridiculous." It's like. Know the feeling, so I'm waiting for that. Are these are, are these people that you've paid so that you can then no. show your wife these messages? Going, look, darling, look. No, <laughs> no. If she sat in the front room, going, "Can you shut it up?" I was like, "Mate, it's, I can't tell the fan to shut up." Sorry, <laughs> I have to. In order for me to play a game at night, I have to wear headphones so I can hear the game sound. Otherwise, I have to turn it up too loud and wake the kids up. Um. So it's ridiculous. So I'm waiting for that. But what I've got, I've got some Xbox games which I want to play um, because of the backwards compatibility. Um, and I was hoping that they'd do the slightly, um, yeah, the slightly cheaper console but with a disc drive. Then I could go, oh, yeah, cool. Pop in my um, Nazi Old Republic disc like I did over at Gareth's. And it goes, oh, so you've got that game. I'll just download that for you. And you get to play it free of charge. With this cheaper console, this two fifty version, I can't do that. I can't do it. I've got the discs, but I can't do that. I'd have to buy myself an Xbox One or an Xbox One S and play it through that instead. And they've discontinued them. So um on on on, on another note, Nigel. Um there's also rumors that are supposed to be bringing out <laughs> don't laugh. 
All right. I don't know how true this is. This is why it's not in the show notes. An Xbox V series. Yeah. An Xbox V series, be, which is supposed I heard that to rumor. be. You heard the rumor too. I have no idea how is true. It's going to be pink. It's meant to be. No, it's not, not the Xbox version. It's the Xbox X series digital or V. I want to shoot the fucking Microsoft marketing department for coming up with shit names. PS4, PS3, Xbox One, Xbox Two, Xbox Three. Simple. Fucking sort it out. Yeah. All right? Makes life a lot easier for everyone involved. Xbox um, One digital. <laughs> fucking Xbox One. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but there's rumours that, 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 that that's coming out. Too. Yeah, uh, it's that, meant to be a halfway in power between the X coming out and the oh, X. Coming out. The v, no, no, the V is supposed to be exactly the same as the Xbox. This is what I read, right? It's supposed to be exactly the same as the Xbox X. It's the same form factor minus the disk drive. Mm. That's why, that, this is why it's a rumor. This is why again, I'm, again, for me, it's not not appealing. Yeah, because of the the, the reason I told you, I, I, I'd want it. I've got some Xbox original games which I want to just go. I've got the disc mm-hmm. because they allow you to do that. And now they're sort of like going, getting rid of a disk drive. I, I, I think I think the lack of power on it is is something that's going to piss people off in the long run. I think lack of power disturbs me. They're gonna it's going to be the equivalent of the PS3 20 gig one with no Wi-Fi that came out, mm. which nobody fucking bought with no backwards. Yeah, the, the digital only version, the S, has half the size of disk drive yeah. than the it X. Should double, it should be double the size of the X. Five It's digital only. In stupid mistake that I did there. Not only does their naming convention boggle my mind, so does that. Yes, it does. Um, Okay, so um, they did that, and we waited for Sony, and Sony went, "Um, "Well, we're um, we're going to make a big fanfare because we've been waiting for." Microsoft to, to tell us the price so we can undercut them the moment they come out. And we've been working out how much to undercut them by because it's a game that's only on fucking plays and they've played it for, for generations. I think the only generation they didn't play it was with the PS3 and that's why it, why it, it failed. So they're now like going, oh, okay, so PS. PS5 showcase, 16th of September. Pre-orders will be available straight away after if they've done their work right, and the price will be available. And it's, it, it, I find it really quite obnoxious on 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 behalf of a of a consumer who wants to, who probably wants to buy one of these two. He hasn't made his mind up yet. Um, obnoxious on behalf of a consumer to turn around and say, "Hey, we're not going to tell you the price, and we're going to tell you the date's coming out." And it's like, dude, dude, given the state of everything, I kind of want to put some money aside. Yeah, because yeah. all my money aside at the moment is it, it, it's going into buying new microphones. Um, but knowing, because but this being a Sony event, they'll only give you half of the thing. So they'll tell you the they'll give you the dates coming up, but not the price. Because you the know, they give you the price, or, or or not the date that it's coming out. Because they, yeah. they never give you, they never just like we have this massive event, Sony, and we show you the controller. <laughs> it, it, um, they'll probably do. Like um, the pre-orders are available now. 
You haven't told us a price. Yeah, they've never done that with PlayStation, though. I mean, I think every single PlayStation's coming out, you have to register in order to pre-order, and then you get chosen. We could have done this back in like kind of beginning of September on on generations. So, well, I mean, I remember the PS. Two registration thing that was an old fucking rigmarole. I got one of those limited edition books because I pre-ordered the thing. If you remember, didn't you pre-order yeah. one as well? Was it just me? Just you. I just went out and bought one. Yeah. I literally walked into Game well, World. A few weeks later. No, I did. I did it on that weekend, and I did it with the PS4 on the weekend too. The only one I didn't do it was was the PS3. That's because I was getting married at the time, so everything was a little well, busy. That's a good excuse. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get a PS3 when it came out. My mate did, and it, oh, cool. I think I was. He bought it for five hundred and thirty quid or whatever at the time. <laughs> Rip off. Um, I got a three sixty, um, Xbox three sixty, which turns out was a bit crap. Um, yeah, because it didn't have Wi-Fi or anything. Iron <laughs> hard drive space. Yeah. Hang on, right. The, that's a good point. No, you point this out. Does the Xbox X come like with? Wi-Fi and you know, or or yeah. is that four hundred and fifty yeah. quid just a console? Mm-hmm. But if you want to actually, you know, use the controller, yeah. you have to get a battery pack with it. If you actually want to charge that, oh, that's another extra twenty fucking quid. Oh, if you want to, um, you know, play the games, oh, that's going to be another fifty quid. You know, just so that you can actually put a fucking game in it, because that's the way Xbox sells. It's never just a fucking console, is it? You have to buy well, all these bloody all things. Now they're going to be selling you M M M N. MVME hard drive extensions. That's what it's going to be. Seriously, they that's are, what it's yeah, going yeah. to be. So where, 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 Sunny was like, you can buy any off-the-shelf one and just pop it inside the console. And you go, oh, congratulations. And all they do is to test the ones to make sure that they're compatible. The Microsoft ones, be you only can buy their stuff and it will be it will be 50 quid more than it should be. And that's they, where they're, they're looking to make that extra bit of money from. They've, they've shown... Um... On their website, on Xbox website, you can see the little. It looks like a, a little bit like um, uh, a cartridge, and they've got pictures of it. The extension hard drive that plugs into the back. NVMV, no MV. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, and they've got pictures of it. Going, oh, you can extend your hard drive because we're only giving you a gig. <laughs> you know, so. Um, you're only getting one terabyte now, um, which is what we got in last gen. Considering how big some of these games are getting, Modern um, Warfare looking at you, um, and Battlefront, Battlefront with the new drive technology. This is the thing you should listen, listen to, Mark Cerny. With the new drive technology, and hmm. um, what you see is that they uh, used um, Spider Man as an example. The bins in New York in Spider Man and the post boxes in Spider Man are just one asset. But they are duplicated about a hundred and something times in game right. because of the load speeds. Now, when you remove the load speeds from that, you only need one. So you've reduced those duplications down to a single one. See, so the the games should be less. But the funny thing is, I think they'll only be less on the PS5 for the first two years until Xbox pull the finger out and start working on exclusives. So. Yeah, I think you're right in in in, in terms, but I think that you know, the, the, yeah, this is some other things we need to take into account, and it's the, the speed of the hard drive of the, of how much data this thing can push through now. It's really fucking broad, and it was the, it was the developer's biggest gripe when it came to putting games together. And it's weird yeah. to think that PCs, when you now look for PC specs, you'll be looking at speed of hard drive to go along with the graphics card, the RAM, and the processor. Mm-hmm. This can be quite mad. 
And that's because of consoles. And I know the PC think that they're the, they're the, they always do the PC master race thing. Consoles drive the changes. Yeah. When you have these console leaps, yeah, PC will be a bit put out for a year. Yeah. And then after that, then they'll come back in and everything will be fine. That'll be a little. Then a year. It'll be in the, it'll be the space of 12 to 18 months, which is always funny. I was I was a little concerned when they did release the specs for the PS5, considering it's a smaller. It's not even one terabyte, and then it's because it's not even one terabyte, and then it's got to have the OS on it, so it reduces it even further. You're gonna be probably six fifty, six hundred and fifty. No, no, I don't think it's. I think that 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 the OS is probably about six meg, a uh, six gig. Sorry, six meg. It's six meg. Mm. Fucking good. right down there, boys. <laughs> six oh, gig. Okay. Be interesting to see what they do, um, and how much is actually usable out of the um, what is it eight two five or eight fifty or something? Six, I think it is. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much of that is actually usable by the users for saving stuff. And here's the cherry on top. Before we we, we move on to the next section, another rumor: Phil Spencer has been told by the head of Microsoft that he has the permission to slash the price on the Xbox X series um, to a loss. So at the moment, I imagine, imagine, imagine they've got it in there and they've got um, some kind of profit margin. Profit. In there. Yeah, and then they're going to wait for Sony to do their thing and then they're going to slash it. Yeah, exactly. Because that. Sony play that fucking game, so now Microsoft are going to play it. And Microsoft are playing a game. They were play- They knew that's what Sony were waiting to do. So they've gone, we'll put this price out, See what they do and go, aha, here's a better deal. Yeah. Um, and, and you touched on it right at the start when, when you mentioned this. Um, you've got the what seems to be a very good deal where you can buy, you can pay monthly. So instead of having an, a, oh, an original yeah. outlay, um, you've got, I think it's £28 a month yeah, for two years. Yeah. And that pays off the console and game in total. Yes. Plus the games pass for two years, and also that includes for- EA access for two years. After you've paid off the console, that figure shrinks right down to only the amount for the game pass and EA access. I understand it that, that way for the Xbox X for the X, uh, S series, not and the X. X, and the X. X. Yeah. The really, X. Okay, it's both. It's given the state of the world at the moment. Yeah, so the S is much cheaper. It's about twenty twenty three, maybe a month, but obviously it pays off after two years. So you pa- you, you can get one for only twenty eight pounds a month, and that's really affordable. Actually, that's a very yeah. smart move. On and for me, I'm sitting there looking at it, going, "Oh, I can get the PS five and grab myself a deal every month." Yes. Mm. And I can get one with this drive so I can use my old CDs I've got that allow me to play the backwards games. I mean, I think that's cracking. I do think that's cracking. And I think that's where we'll leave it because it's quite a nice positive note. So let's move on to the reviews. So the first review, Tenant. Um, I watched Tenant in the cinema last weekend. Um, and thus concludes the review. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, that movie, yeah, so and now, okay. in the theme of Tenet, 
Are you going to rewind that bit? And then go, and yeah, I'm going to rewind the thing. And then, and then it's a forward and... temporal pizza. Um, all right, I'm already so completely for, confused. So the, the first thing that got me about Tenant was um, I like Chris Nolan. But Chris Nolan doesn't understand sci-fi as well as you fucking think he does. And I know this because me and I, me and Keith had a fucking big old Barney over WhatsApp on Monday. Do you know what? <laughs> you you did that in the group, and I I opened it and went, "Oh, got loads of messages." I opened it and went, "I don't have a clue what the fuck you're talking about." Closed it. <laughs> <laughs> Just skipped to the end and closed it. I didn't even read it because it would skip right over my head. So yeah, we were was... having an. Uh, we were having an argument because Gareth says that it's just time travel, and I said it's, it's not travel. conventional time. It's con- not conventional time travel. Shit, time travel. Let me describe it to you. Right, Michael Jackson invented the moonwalk. Okay, <laughs> Richard O'Brien invented the time warp. Chris Nolan has invented the time walk. Imagine, yeah, that most time you do time travel, it's like getting in a car and going from one place to another. Okay, so it doesn't take too long. Yeah. Now imagine going to the same destination, but walking. That's what he fucking did. It's all about time travel. As soon as you put the bootstrap paradox in there, everything works and everything makes sense. And there's so many little fucking hints that they're doing that all the way through. Um, But because of the way time travel works in it, and they use a thing called inversion, which causes you to travel slowly backwards at the same space that you'd be traveling forwards. And if you can move in either direction on one plane, it's time travel, I'm afraid. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's just, I find it really, I find it really weird. Cause it's like kind of, Oh no, it's not time. Tra- yes. It fucking is Chris, mate. It's, it's time travel. That's how everything works in this film. It explains everything in this film. It's just shit. Slow time travel. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some good bits in there um and and it's it's one of those things as soon as they revealed the turnstile and they realized that you could invert a person i was waiting for them at the beginning when they explained the inversion bit with a gun to turn around and say how do you invert a person because i thought maybe you had to breathe it in like a fucking gas or something because of the, the masks and shit on it but no they have these things called turnstiles and you need breathing things in there because it needs to suck the oxygen out of your body and put carbon dioxide because you're going backwards um it had some really cool sequences in there um production wise but lazy because you get to film the same car 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 chase twice using the same props so you can save some money two point two and a half two two hundred and five million dollars to make apparently i think chris nolan might have lined his pockets with this one he, he, uh, no 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 he, he did crash a 7457 into a building that, and, and that wasn't some model effect that was a practical effect <laughs> But they, there's a 200 million. Oh, oh, what do you need, Chris? I need a 747. Oh, we can build you a model. No, no, I want a 747, and I want to crash it into a building. You can do that in a model, Chris. We're, we're really good at these, that, that these days. We can even do it in CGI. No, no, I want a real 747, and I want to crash it into a building. Can you just imagine the fucking head of the studio? Chris, we can do it in CGI, and it looks real. Nope. <laughs> Very strange. I, I, yeah, I don't want to sound rude or anything. It, it probably is cheaper to get an old, especially if you don't need the engines working on the fucking thing. It just needs to be towed. It's yeah. probably cheaper to get a decommissioned seven forty seven, just run it along the ground, smash into a building. I did love, love the way that um, Mister <laughs> that was his face, Patterson, Robert Patterson, just just describe it. Like, 
It's a treasure building. Not from the air. That's disgusting. We wouldn't do anything like that. Uh, no, do it from the ground. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's a lot more civil that way. Um, but as a, as you were, you know, kind of going on, if you there's a place called Davis Monthan in, in the States. And my dad is obsessed with it. It's a place where they store a ton of aircraft. Pick one of them. Yeah, this is a real place. And they're real aircraft. Just sitting in the desert, collecting dust. So it might be cheaper just to just pluck one of them out and say, right, we'll transport it over to thingy. They'll just probably have to cut the wings off and pop it on a on a lorry. Um, but I reckon that probably was cheaper. That's a terrible that's a lot of that is a lot. That's just one section. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I gathered that, yeah. It, it doesn't like, like a continuous shot. A continuous F-6. shot, yeah. There are planes from all over the world that are being stored at this 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 facility. If an alien invasion broke out and we needed aircraft to fight the aliens, that's where the four of us are going. Right. <laughs> take a while to get there, but that's well, where the four if, of us are. Going. Um, because I personally don't know how to fly, but okay, I could be a co-pilot. Keith's a wizard with him. All right. Okay, fine. I'll just, I'll just pick up as I go along. Then I've okay. I've flown it. I've had one lesson in a Cessna. We'll be fine. <laughs> How to fly it, not how to land it. No, I don't know how to take off. I don't know how to take off, don't know how to land, but I can do it while we're in the air. It's fine. <laughs> okay, like I said, we pick up as we go along. If all else fails, we just eject. As long as we know where the eject button is, that's fine. Just just wear your parachutes at all times throughout the flight. Mm. <laughs> You'll feel safe. Yeah, and the crash helmet. <laughs> okay, going going back to going back to Tenant. Um, the story it was when I went going back to the Turnstile thing. As soon as I saw the Turnstile thing, I knew exactly where the fucking story was going and how it was going and what has happened and who the guy was that he fought in the in the in the Swiss gallery storage area was. I just saw that and I was like, oh fuck! Now I know. Now I know. And then it was I didn't twig with the woman though. That was the bit that got me. I didn't twig the woman until the end because I wasn't because I wasn't fucking paying attention. I should have been paying attention. I would have got that. But there's a bit with a woman where where the wife of this Russian gangster thinks that she's having an affair with him. Yeah, but she wasn't. She was there. He, she was there to bump him off. And the bit where he falls down the side. Did you think the bit where he drops off the side of the boat and he hits the fucking deck as he comes down was hilarious? <laughs> I saw that. Well, it was like, it was like, donk, 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 undignified. I thought that was brilliant because that felt a bit real. So that was, that yeah. was good. The, the fight at the end was the biggest bollocks of the entire film. But they're having the fight in the, in the, um, in the, uh, where the, testing. yeah, well, that's the whole reason why the film's called Tenet. You know, uh, it's, it's the it's the the title is that final fight at the end the the, the battle at the end. So how does that relate to the word tenant? That's what they call they call tenant because it was a ten minute battle, and it's fought in forward and reverse, and tenant is force and reverse, oh. and that and they even say it at the end that that the tenant references that battle. Okay, and the other part that I found really stupid is the algorithm. Now, I make algorithms as part of my job. You can't take it apart and put it at the bottom of the thing. It's conceptual. <laughs> it's a machine for processing numbers, like a lever or a thing. It, it just blew my mind with that. It was like, 
No. I, one thing, Aaron uh, Taylor-Johnson, the guy who played the English fellow in it, his English accent was almost perfect, but he fucked it up during the briefing. Because I was watching him, I go, he's American, he's American, he's fucking convincing. And he got to the briefing, and he got into an argument with him, and his voice just went, just enough for me to go, fucking American. <laughs> Really good job, though. Seriously, it was a really good job. His accent was. It was. Cool. It was one of the best Americans I've heard doing an English accent. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. It, I mean, it, it it it's pretty good. Um, I mean, Robert Downey Jr.'s English accent is pretty good, as is Gillian Anderson's actually. Um, but that's because she's been living here for fucking years, Gillian Anderson. That's why. Um, I, I I did I upset you when you sent that picture to Gillian Anderson the other day, going, "Oh, she's still hot." She's playing Maggie Thatcher in the series four of the crowd. <laughs> Just like to point out that do you like soft scoop ice cream and um, bread that lasts as long? Because Mar- Margaret Thatcher is responsible for all of that stuff. So um, yep. if Julie Anderson's playing her. <laughs> what I find funny is the Americans have got an aircraft carrier named after Margaret Thatcher, but they didn't call it the Iron Lady, which is a trick they fucking missed. Because they could have. Iron Lady, which would have been a much cooler name for a fucking aircraft carrier. Um, and then you could go, why is it called the Iron Lady? And it's because it called up Margaret Thatcher because he was referred to as the Iron Lady during the Cold War and stuff that she did with Reagan. Anywho, let's move on to the boys now. Um, as I said before, boys, uh, how I refer to my testicles. So if the wife says, how are the boys doing? I go, they're doing fine. I haven't crushed them or sat down too quickly. <laughs> so, boys, did you watch it, Nigel? I haven't seen episode four yet. Ah, Nigel. I know I was ahead of Keith. Anormacy has resumed. I have seen episode four. (laughs) I haven't watched a single episode yet. There's there's so much stuff I'm going to have to watch and catch up with just for the sake of this podcast now. Yes, we'll have to. We're possibly going to have a disagreement here because I thought episode four was probably one of the weaker episodes because it just didn't have the usual comedic funniness that that the boys is really associated with and i didn't find it very funny okay that's the thing probably the 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 the, the butcher story is going off in a in in a, in a different direction than it is from the comics yes. um uh saying it's kind of going off i think it's indicating that it's going to go off with uh homeland uh, stormfront part two so let's go on, on the on the first thing so you they Huey, Mother's Milk, and Starlight, I can't remember the, the, uh, the, the character's proper name, head off to investigate a a page from uh, a, a magazine that says that a character called uh, Liberty um, is, yeah. is still alive or whatever. So they go and investigate, and they, they have a nice kind of like road trip kind of moment. And there's a bit where they're singing. What were they singing? In the car? We didn't start the fire. <laughs> and yeah. they're singing together, and it's quite fun. And then you got, and you got mother's milk, and he's like, "Fucking knock that shit off!" <laughs> We're trying to do something serious here. So that was that was quite good with 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 the entertainment and stuff for for that. Um, and then they found out that that this Liberty character looks like they could be the Storm Stormfront um, character. And then when you had all the creepy mum stuff with Homelander, and oh, I can't remember her name now. Who was the name of the woman that was in charge that he killed off at the end of the first series? Yeah, I know who you mean. Okay, yeah, I know who you mean. I've forgotten her name. Seven before um, uh, Gus Fring got in charge of the seven. That's what we'll say. Uh, and and he's got he's got her locked up, and, and he's having that seriously weird 
relationship with doppelganger because doppelganger is pretending to to be her um, okay i will give you that bit where 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 he loses his shape that is quite funny that and sick and a bit disgusting and disturbing <laughs> homelander and Homelander's freaked the fuck out. I'm freaked out too. It was like, no, uh-huh. I, I'm going to go and fly off. Uh, yeah. One minute you've got uh, uh, Elizabeth Shoe, uh, Shoe's boobies, and then the next minute you've got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That yeah, was, don't freak me out too. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was interesting with that. Um, but they find out the lamplights. I think that their, their twist that they're going to do with Stormfront is because the Stormfront is a lot older than she appears to be. I think she's Homelander's mother. I think she was the first soup to give birth. And I think that's the twist. I, and this is the twist. Hang on a second. This is the fucked well, up bit. Because we've seen them. She goes the bit in the trailer where she goes, laser my tits. They're going to be having a relationship. Yeah. That's because because the long and short of it is, is Homeland is going to go over the fucking edge at one point and try and take over the be the president of the United States. Yeah, All right, we know no, this, this is the story. So that would contribute quite well to him going absolutely fucking batshit insane. Do you do you do you think they're going to do that this season though? Do you think they're actually going to do the full right. Homelander arc this this season? I think it's going to get to it, it's. It's going to be a push, but towards the end of the season. But it's not going to. It's not going to. They're not going that far yet, because you, we you don't think we're going to get black. Do you think like the end of season two is black noir pulling off the mask? No, no. Black noir is safe for the where he takes over the presidency. You don't know until okay. then. Yeah, oh, that's okay. what happened. Um, but it it it, it was. There. I found it interesting. It made me want to watch more, which is a good thing. I. It did. I just felt that it was there, there was a lot of sort of plot points in this episode and story in this episode, but it just didn't have the same comedic sort of comedy edge. And I think that's because Butcher was like, you know, having a sort of serious sort of story. There were moments in it, and it, it was it was you know it's still good. Um, but bearing in mind we've got what four more episodes. Um, you know, I, I would like to see some more sort of comedic side of stuff. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I wonder where the, it's going with the deep and the church stuff. Um, that's very, that... It was very Scientology. Yes, it was. It, it was, was a right diggers. And the bit, the bit where that bird at the end, he goes, it's her. It's her. I would have yeah. done exactly the same. Or she's like, oh, of, I would have. I'll do anything to show, keep my man happy in a relationship. Show, show, show me, show me a straight, red-blooded male that wouldn't have got the same thing when a bird's literally going. I think I don't. I don't know who the woman <laughs> from the church is, but she is. I find her really fucking creepy. She, she was her, uh, Breaking Bad. She was in Breaking Bad, wasn't she? She was the wife of the uh, um, uh, Walt's sort of partner. Uh, I was thinking more of uh, Wayward Pines. I'm sure she was in Wayward Pines. Yeah, but she was in Breaking Bad. She was she was she was Walt's partner's wife. Yeah, okay. uh, you know the the dodgy sort, of, the one Greta. that became rich. Yes, I think she was Greta. She was Gre- I'm sure Greta was she better. Was, look, yeah. I'm gonna have to fucking Google that now. Um, so yeah, it was good. I I, I um, I, I really appreciate it. It felt. It felt more TV series because of the way they've, they've set it up. Yeah, that's um, 
I kind of appreciate that a bit more because <laughs> you kind of get those when you have like I'm mean, the thing about Daredevil and all those Netflix series for the Marvel characters. You did have those really poor episodes that um, would have worked better if um, what do you call it? If they if they wouldn't have worked. Sorry, they wouldn't have worked if they would have been a TV series. You'd have got fucked off and you'd have lost viewers. But because it was on the binge model, you kind of got away with that. Yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, that's interesting. So. I'm just going to have a quick look to see if, I can gr- if it was Greta. I'm sure it's sudden Greta. Check Jessica. Yep, yep, you're right. It was her. Um, still creepy as fuck. I think. Yes, in- she's much more creepier in the in in the boys. Yeah, much creepier. All right. Uh, so it's time to. To, to go to our, our, our my favourite section of the show. <laughs> I love stories like this. Dad keeps son's sarky birthday card for 28 years and uses it for hilarious revenge. Um, <laughs> shared. Son shared a brilliant birthday card that he was given by his dad, which just happens to be the one that uh, happened to be sent with a, a swift dose of karma. Um, I send funny birthday cards to people. Sometimes, if you get a birthday card from me, it might have, how can I put it, um, the wrong age on it. Spider-Man. Spider-Man pin on it. Um, so it came to the thingy, and what it was is... I'm going to wait for the tweet to load. What it was was um, when he his this dad uh, turned forty two. His son sent him a birthday card, and if I can open it up, da, 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 so we can see in details. So I have to go to Twitter. I'm afraid. Um, no, don't do it. Yes, do it. Sorry, go to Twitter. I know it's brain cancer. Um, here we go. So, Rob Wits. So. Look, hey everybody, he's 42, of course. <laughs> this is what he got in response. I guess if you wait long enough, what <laughs> goes around, comes around. <laughs> so he held on to his 42nd birthday card. He's crossed out, he's crossed out the name. Oh, that's fantastic. What brilliant idea. <laughs> I love those stories where someone's like kind of just, I just, I just waited and waited and it paid off. In 28 years to seek revenge. <laughs> Brilliant. God, that's quite sarky for a young kid. I mean, how old was he? What? 20, 14. Mm. Yeah. Shit. You see, if Dave had been here last week, we had the perfect uh, Dave, what the fuck story. Where were you last week, Dave? I mean, seriously, I found well, a what the fuck story that was tailored for you. Really, I, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to watch your video. Uh, to get, uh, just, just scroll to the very end and, and, and find and just find that video now. It, it, it was it was perfectly tailored for you, wasn't it, Nigel? It wasn't the spider that bites you and gives you a painful erection. You die. No, 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 no it, was, it was the man, that, the, the, the man, the man that who whose wife asked him to go and buy a garden gnome and came back with something a bit more terrifying. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm, def- I'm, I'm, I'm. I've got a few ideas what that might be. <laughs> oh, I'm. Um, <laughs> 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 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, I've, I've got the gist of it now. I've got a gist of it. Yeah, I yeah, definitely. Well, at least you thought worth watching. So, it sounds like this, per- this person really thought outside the box. It's like you was like, no, it's fuck worth it. watching. Okay, I'll, worth I'll, watching. I will look at it. It was very funny. It's um, it's literally the height of shithousery. Okay, well, the reason I wasn't around last week is because I was uh, I had family issues. Well, family outing oh, last sorry, week. Mate. Yeah, ah. it is, it's all right. It's fine. No, it was it was it was. I know. I, I, I um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in my family at the moment, but it's uh, it's fine. It, it was it wasn't too bad. It was all right. Um, Fair enough, mate. Right. Just um, mate. that's it, isn't it? Hang on, no. I just should... Hang on. Have you stick. got it? And then we'll, we'll we'll close it down with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. This, that's what it was. Well, that looks pretty. Uh, do, if if I if I had a if I had a garden, no matter how big or small, I would probably buy something like that. I'd probably get like a triceratops one as well, just for the full effect. Show Dave what he had to do to get. To get it into the garden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was the big my word. <laughs> fucking great <laughs> Jesus. Well, yeah, I mean, for something like that, I wouldn't be able to get that into, in, in, into the back of my Citroen. Definitely not. You would, have, you would have to get that delivered. That would be so awesome to have. I don't know. I don't know. I I I showed my wife this the other day because I said, look, look, look. She just went, no. <laughs> Come on, we can have a dinosaur in the garden. <laughs> that looks awesome. really cool. If I, if, I, if I do move out of my flat, I, I, if I get a garden, I'm definitely, that is something I'm definitely going for. That just that just, just has to be done. Okay. Uh, it's awesome. I, I do want to throw something, right? Anyway, on that note, I think it's time we all say goodbye. But because Dave is a guest, we haven't done this in years. You get to do what we lovingly refer to as a shameless plug. Hang on. Ah. As a shame what? Sorry, you'll have to do that again. Shamed plug. Plug. <laughs> a shamed plug. A shamed plug. Plug your books, Dave. Plug your books. Okay, if I'm not even going to do that, I would have brought I would have brought them out. Actually, I've got them on, on my. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to run and get them because that seems a little bit sad. We're uh, running out of time, Dave. Come on, man. Okay. Right. Okay. So, so shameless plug. Right. First of all, I do have my own uh, YouTube channel, which is called the Infamous Bastard P. So, uh, do like, comment, and subscribe to that. Um, I did work with Gareth and Nigel uh, to produce the Blade for Audio book, which is out now on Audible. So it has had received uh, five-star reviews and ratings, so do uh, do check that out. The, book, the Blade for book is also available in paperback and Kindle version, which has also received five-star reviews. Uh, I've actually uh, written three, three, three more books. Uh, one is called The Black Mamba, which is out now on Amazon and uh, and Lulu. Um, I will uh, put some you know, I'll, I'll put some links in the, in the YouTube uh, comments box. There's also Bladefoot Evolved, which acts as the uh, the prequel to Bladefoot, uh, which is also out now on, uh, on on Amazon, which has also had five star reviews, and he even won an award on Amazon at one point. And there is also, of course, the Gareth book, uh, uh, Shadow of the Black Man. But I tend to call it the Gareth book because Gareth worked quite a lot on that for the editing. 
I just I just proofread it because the your proofreader that you showed me did a shit job, and I was like, really? you, shouldn't for, you shouldn't be paying for that. So yes, so if there's any mistakes in there, you can blame it on me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, cheers, Gav. No, but, no, but it's, it, it, the Shadow of the Black Mamba has also had some very top ratings and reviews recently. So do definitely check that out. I will put the uh, the links in the comment section uh, for you guys to to, to enjoy. Uh, please like, yeah, right. comment, and subscribe to the channel. Uh, it really helps out Gareth and Nigel and Keith uh, quite a lot. And again, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, I will probably I will probably uh, join the show as uh, whenever I can. And uh, yeah, it's been a, it's basically been a pleasure, guys. So okay, and yeah, that, that's all the plugging done <laughs> because I can't use this that often. <laughs> Hello, Dad. Yeah, okay, fine, right. Only when he joins to watch, you could do oh, that. I just want to press it. It's fun. These, these yeah, she can eat. All right, fine. Fun. You can really... <laughs> You're my <laughs> wife now, Dad. <laughs> Sorry, it's just like he always says that. Can my wife use my toilet, Dad? <laughs> This, this is definitely going. I was never, I never used to watch a lot of League of Gentlemen, but the Papa Lazaro one always used to crease me up every, every time. Every time you just heard that. Hello, there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, so, so goodbye. Yeah, just, just um, while we're shamelessly plugging, let's not forget we do have an Instagram. Monkey Nut Punch. Come follow us. Oh, yeah. We've got over 800 people following us now. It's great, and it's wicked. And we chat to loads of people there. And Twitter. And Twitter. And, don't forget the YouTubes and Facebook. No, Just no. search for us. Hey, you all good. Hey, if you don't say it like that, it's Nigel. Plug the Twitter. <laughs> no, it's not the Twitter is crap. No, it's plug the Insta. <laughs> Note. It's goodbye. Wave goodbye, guys. Like this. Bye bye. Ta-ra. Thanks for downloading the Monkey Nut Punch podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Monkey Nut Punch. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash monkey nut punch. <laughs>